back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, man. I swear. Lord, that mercy. We be having some fun, boys. Anyways, I want to dive into um, the Miami Heat and, more importantly, their star player, Jimmy Butler, and Denver Nuggets and their star player and Joker. We're obviously guesstimating that those two teams are going to make it to the NBA Finals. I think it's good for the NBA to get some new blood, right? Yes. Now, ideally, I think for ratings – Celtics, Lakers, it would have been really good. But I think that's obviously ship has sailed because we just talked about in the last segment, right? So now we're just focused on the teams that are going to be there. But I really want to focus on the legacy of their two star players. Both of them haven't won a championship yet. Both of them, both star players have had to work their way into the league. Both of them were overlooked. Regardless of what people want to say, they both were overlooked. Jimmy Butler, obviously at Marquette, he wasn't – a lottery pick or highly thought of even coming out of high school. Was it 20? It was a no-star recruit. I don't know how he – Was he the 30th pick? I don't know. In the first round? I don't know. But Joker was a second-round pick. Joker was a second round. Joker was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. There what? it is. Mm-hmm. Joker Literally, was – Literally, you man. see the ESPN screenshot of the pick coming across the bottom line, and there's a Taco Bell commercial. On. They didn't even the announce it. So that was back. And Jimmy like, was the thirtieth pick. Yeah. So that's back. And so essentially, uh, pretty much a second round. Second rounder. They got him for the well, low low for the low low. And right. then he's been on three teams. Yeah, well, he was at the Bulls, Philly, Minnesota. He. This is fourteen. Fourteen. Now he wanted to be at Minnesota. They wouldn't give him a new contract because of Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> and then the same thing in Philly. They wanted to keep Tobias Harris, who was probably a little bit less abrasive. And that's why he went at them. Right. And then now he went to the Miami Heat where Pat Riley welcomes. Tobias Harris right. over me. Right. You heard him say right. going yeah. to the locker room. But, yeah, <laughs> but then they they Miami welcomes it because they like his leadership style mm-hmm. and it fits in with Pat Riley. Jimmy Butler ex- works extremely hard in the offseason. I remember the story about Jimmy Butler when he was just a kind of rookie coming up in the Chicago Bulls, and he was talking about how he struggled – early in his career and talked about he would all he did for six months straight was his hoop three times a day live with one of his friends and ate slept worked out in the hoop that and they because this is when he kind of started to take off and so when you got to think where you know people you know kids nowadays think about you know getting it out of mud both joker and jimmy butler had to do it and i think it's uh, it, it's kudos to two organizations that saw a player in Joker mm-hmm. and said, you know what, let's not look at what he doesn't do well, right? He's never going to be the fastest coming at when he came out, and he's never going to be the guy that jumps the highest. But guess what he can do? He can make plays, and, and guess what? Our offense is really good with him handling the ball. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Right? And, but he can see the court. He actually spaces the court. He actually allows average player to average players to play above their – talent level because he's able to assist and then when you got like an organization with Jimmy Butler Granlin when he went to the Miami Heat he's a veteran but it takes a special organization from the top along with a head coach that's going to welcome the type of personality of Jimmy Butler and then help him become an effective leader in his own right and then put people around him by developing them Mm -hmm. which Denver and 
the Miami, the Miami Heat have done, done. so you they can be successful. Then also, you have two stars that welcome the challenge of consistently getting better. So when you look at Joker, right, back-to-back MVPs, still did doing playing at an MVP level, took a little bit step back as far as the scoring, but that's what my, Malone said we need for us to be to mm-hmm. get to the next level. But he's still a triple du- double guy. But he said, you know what? I'm going to score less, so Porter can be better. Caldwell Pelp can get a couple more shots. Brown, Brown, Murray. For, for, Let Murray, Murray get his shots off for the betterment of the team. And I need to develop and be a little bit more efficient. Even though I don't know how you can be more efficient, but I got to be just as effective scoring the ball. But I got to do it a different way. Then with Jimmy Butler, you look at he had to develop more of a outside game mm-hmm. to be the type of player that he wanted to be. So really, Kenny, I want to ask you two things. Which guy is winning the NBA championship more, I wouldn't say more important, but more paramount for their legacy, Jimmy Butler or Joker? That's question number one. And number two, do you think the rest of the NBA will kind of try to copy these two because it's a copycat league in every professional sport? these two organizations and start to emphasize development of players to, because you're consistently winning and you'll get there and you'll be a tough out. Do you think the NBA follows suit? I think the answer to your first question uh, would, for me would be Jimmy Butler because Joker has won two MVPs. MVPs. And we'll probably win another and we'll one. probably win another probably one probably next year. Next year. Um, so the legacy part for me would be Jimmy Butler. And I don't think Winning it would cement his legacy. I think it's right. already right. this playoff. This whole playoff mantra has cemented his yeah, legacy. Yeah, right. But the winning of the championship would set it off. Yeah, even more because Joker's won the MVP twice. Right, could have been three times in a row. Right, right. So for me, it'd be Jimmy Butler. As far as the NBA following suit with these two teams, if you look at it and. <clears throat> There's only three teams to me with – you can throw Sacramento into mm. it with the developmental part. Right. The Warriors was number one. Yeah. Because they're all – they the only time they – was when they brought KD in. Everybody else was developed, right? And played roles. They, they played roles. They were drafted to the Warriors, right, until they brought KD in for the two. But the way Denver has done it, the way Miami Heat has done it, and then you can put Sacramento in it mm-hmm. with their young nucleus right now, the developmental piece right. is there. Right. And we talked about it with the Lakers. Don't blow it up. Develop. If you want to make a move, don't make the splash move right. because you have young up-and-coming talent. Yeah. Hashimura, obviously you say his name. Yeah. He's, he's a good player. Hashimura is Hashimura, a he's a he's a really good player. Yeah. Right? Yep. Develop him. AR-15, develop yep. him. Because he's got dog on both sides, right. on both oh, ends yes, of the he court. Does. <laughs> he ain't afraid of nobody. Uh-uh. So develop him. Right. The Heat and the Denver Nuggets, the Heat is running through the Eastern Conference like like warm butter, like yeah. a hot knife through warm butter. Because of it starts at the top. I'm willing to bet you from day one, their main focus was to get to where they are today because a lot of people didn't think they can get there. Yep. But they believed in themselves, and they became a team. Jimmy, I'm willing to bet you Jimmy had to learn how to lead. Oh, yeah. He, he had did. To, 
He had to learn how to lead. He did because Pat Riley probably saw like this dude actually can lead. I got to teach him how to lead. Yes, and his leadership, and and yeah. they let him be him. Yeah. They just taught him how to lead the right way. Yeah. Right? And it helps that you have And it helps Haslam. that you have Haslam. Yep, I was just going to say that. You have him. Because they got into it. Yes. He had to check him. He had to check him. The OG was a but that's the only time but, I ever seen Jimmy Butler back down. Because though. that's I'm willing to bet you he was leading in the wrong way. Yeah. Right? So Haslam had to go at him, and I'm willing to bet you as men behind closed doors, they talked to him, hey, right. you're our guy. But this is the way it has to be done. Right. Haslam probably would have done it himself, except he knows what his role is. Right. So even if he had the right message, he knew it had to come from Jimmy. Jimmy. Yes. Right. right. So and then if you look at the Denver Nuggets, their head coach is the leader. Yeah. Joker is the number two. You heard him say during the timeout, Joker said, let's do it this way. Right. They believe in each other. He believed in Joker. Yeah. Then you have Murray. Then you have the supporting yeah, cast. You got Caldwell Pope, man. I'm telling you, and people ain't people bringing ain't, in Caldwell Pope, like you said, is he's it, there. Is what the Lakers need to do something like that. Well, they had him. Uh, Rob Palenka got they, too smart. They had him. You got. Too they smart. wanted to make the splash. Right. The, the quick fix is not always good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it helped the Lakers get to where they are. Yeah. But a guy like Brown is the Nuggets too. Brown right. and 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 Caldwell Pope. They both are pit bulls when they come in again. They ain't backing down from nobody. Right. If you got Brown laying the ball up over AD, it shouldn't happen. Right. AD should have put that. AD should have put that in, in, the, in, in, the, in the in the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. But he didn't. That's want to. Right. Right. So the 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 part about legacy, Jimmy Butler, more so than yeah. Joker. Yeah, he needs a little bit more. But I don't think it, both of them are cemented. The, cemented. But I just think the championship. Take, the championship kind of. Puts Jimmy Butler in that in that where he needs to be because to be. I think his his playoff success he's playoff Jimmy and that's and that's a different you know you, if you're good in is like being good in the regular season and you can't do it and that's where Tatum's facing right now and you know really when you talked about development I think that the the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets Sacramento Kings because they have to because they're a smaller market. Um, have taken a page out of the San Antonio Spurs playbook because yep. when you think about Ginobili, Ginobili Tim, Duncan, Tim Duncan, even Tony, Tony Parker, Parker, all the other players that they that have came through there and been successful and, and they've developed and they parlayed it into Kawhi before right. that Kawhi was too right he was that a was developmental player he was, player. He was the guy. first one he was the, yeah first big one and then Ginobili, the, Ginobili. they developed Ginobili twice. In the first run, no, I'm serious. Yeah, the first run, everybody caught up to him. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, now we got to be the kind of into a six man kind of Vinny, you know, Vinny Johnson Vin- microwave." Mm-hmm. And then he went back to the starting lineup, and then he had to develop Tony Parker twice too. Yeah, kind of like what the Patriots did with Tom Brady. Okay, you're just a you're just a setup guy, right? Because we got some scores. Now we need you to score more, and you got and then it's because every big shot. It was Tony Parker breaking down the defense, hitting his kind of – he had like a, a spin, spin move, move. elbow jumper. Yep. So, if you're trying to win championships, which I always say in every professional sport, there's always only about a handful of teams that are actually trying to win. My Timberwolves ain't one of them. <laughs> They're not. But, again, so let's let's but, talk about them. They right. have young talent. talent. But you need to take it from the top and say, you know what, we're actually going to develop them. And developing isn't just rubbing their back all the time no. and, and, and telling them You got to tell them what they don't want to hear. You got to put pressure on them to yes. get better. Anthony Edwards could be a transcendent oh my goodness. talent. He needs somebody in there that's going to push him to be 
10 times better than Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is, I think, is regressed. Because you want to know why I think he's regressed? He keeps moving farther and farther. I from was the just hoop. about to say he thinks he's a three point shooter because right. he went because he didn't he participate in a three point contest. Didn't just participate. Yeah. He won the thing. Right. You're not that. Right. You won it because the other dudes had off days. Hey, well, look here. Here it is. As you when guys come into the league and start to get to stardom closer to the hoop, like Tatum, Carl Anthony Towns, and then you start to move farther and farther away. You know what the correlation is? Tatum not being able to perform in the fourth quarter. And Carl Anthony Towns, last year in the playoffs, not this year in the playoffs, last year when they played Memphis, he had a game where he had two rebounds and two points at seven foot one. That's AD. Right, but but I'm talking – that's AD that's, too. That's right. AD. When, right. he, when he first got – he wasn't shooting from three no. points. He was dunking, dunking lobbing, lobbing, mid-range. Mid-range. Yeah, 18 feet. Now he's – think he's a – He's a three-point shooter. He wants to he wants to in and out cross you over and step away. That's not you. He wants to he tried to do the Dirk Nowinski too. Come on, bro. He need to take them bozo <laughs> shoes off though, man. He had on brown shoes, bro. With the yellow. With, with the, like, come on. You just got to you got to do a uniform check with him. He had on red ones. Dude. That's that's some bozo shoes. That's, you remember, Mario, Ain't no uh, red in your uniform. Bozo the clown. Yeah, remember, yeah. Homie the clown. Like, don't, don't mess around. Yeah, well, <laughs> living color. Oh, homie don't play homie that. Homie don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Good segment. NBA Legacy Talk. We're going to come back with a short segment before we uh, jump up out of here. Uh, Kenny Wellheight, Jay Foreman. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 